No Ketchup, No Ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome in to No Ketchup Sports Talk via Chicago. NBA Finals Game 4 Recap. Warriors bounce back in a big way, led by Stephen Curry, Wardell, number 30, whatever you want to call him. He went ballistic tonight, had 43. Seemed like he was locked in early. They bounced back. What was the final? 107? What did I say? 107-97 is, yep. uh, is the final score. They went by, ended up winning by 10 points. Uh, a nice little cover uh, for a, you. A, a ball, a ball, yeah, nice little cover for me. I had under 214. And um, uh, a Boston a Boston type closeout from the Warriors in this series to close out the fourth quarter. Let's jump right into it. We won't even we don't even have to go to any any intros or none of that. Hey man, I hopped on this very own our our, our very own podcast and said I was extremely worried about the Warriors. Boston looked like they were too much, and they come back in a major way and bounce back tonight. It looked and felt different, especially after I saw. I saw our guy Steph yelling at people in the crowd in the first quarter. I it was that. early, early on said, too. Wait, 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 wait. Early <laughs> on, I tweeted. I said, "Yo, Wardell is now barking at the Boston fans. Buckle up!" And that's yep. exactly what we got. We got an awesome game. What'd you think about the game? Wiggins cleaning up the boards. We're gonna get to Draymond Green and his rotation and Kerr pulling him in and out of games. Uh, what'd you think of the game? Clay ended up coming coming up big later, and once again, Jason Tatum, who <laughs> disappears a did, little bit towards he, the the, he, the the end of the game. What you think of the, the game? What you think did, of the game overall? Yeah. So first off, incredible game. Uh, just like a truly incredible game. This was I mean, the game had, we've been waiting for for a minute. The, it's the game we've been waiting for. It was back and forth, up and down. The stars came out, did their thing. I texted you. This was a Steph Curry masterpiece. Like early on, it was the Steph Curry masterpiece. Master like class, said, no doubt. He, he had that look in his eyes. He was fired up. He understood how important it was for the win, them to win this game. He knows that they lose this. The series is over. Even though they've blown a 3-1, they know that that's not going to happen again where they're going to come uh, come back from one, right? Yeah. Which would be crazy if it did happen. <laughs> um, but it, it just seemed like he was fired up from the very beginning. And I texted you earlier. The other thing that stood out to me, I mean, we, we can get to Steph. I don't think you could say enough about Steph in this game. But what really stood out to me early was Wiggins. I texted you. I was like, hey, this dude, first off, is an elite athlete. It's the type of guy that I feel like he would be professional in anything that he was going to do, right? If he, if he was picking up a baseball, right. he'd be a professional baseball player. Sure. He had a hockey stick, he'd be a professional hockey stick. But – or hockey player. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was clearly fired up. You saw him cleaning up on the glass. He was by far their second-best player in this game defensively he was incredible uh boston was turning the ball over left and right and he seemed to be involved in all of that did a phenomenal job on tatum in the fourth quarter i've given wiggins a lot of shit throughout his career and rightfully so it's because he's capable of performances like this like they needed someone to get on the glass today uh, it was the main thing we talked about after game three they were minus 17 game three i think they were plus 13 this game and I just saw in sports there in the final five minutes of the game, they out-rebounded the Celtics 9-1. to one. I was going to say, because if I haven't even looked at the team box yeah. score yet. If that's the case, it had to come a bunch in the second half because Robert Williams was killing them in the first in half. In the first quarter, he was, especially, he was yeah. killing them. But in the second half, they started cleaning up on the glass. And again, it's funny, man. Rebounding is one of those statistics that 
when you see a wide gap in rebounding, you don't even have to tell me who won the game, right? It, I think it's just indi- indic whatever the word is, indicative, 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 whatever of uh, so many other things in the game, right? Hustle, extra possessions, um, you know, different things like that. And obviously, it killed them in Game Three. And tonight they flipped that, led by Wiggins. But it, it all starts and ends with Steph, man. I mean, that was a Steph Curry masterpiece, like you said. Clay hit some shots late, but for most of the game was off. Draymond was terrible. Jordan Poole, he, he was playing like he was Kobe tonight. I mean, if, if he saw the ball, he was shooting the ball, but I think they kind of needed it because, honestly, they weren't really getting it from anywhere else, um, and, they, and they needed to score. But defensively, I really thought the Warriors just really locked in towards the end of the game, and it was the Celtics who ended up having a ton of trouble scoring. And Jason Tatum, look, man, I don't know how many times we got to talk about this, but the if Celtics re- couldn't put – Huh? If I'm reading this correctly, he scored two points in the third. Tatum? Yeah. And then yeah. I'm, go ahead. Go with, go with your point. I was going to say, yeah, with Tatum, I mean, we, we've been talking about this all series. We've been talking about it really all playoffs. He just has these stretches where he just disappears. And it seems to be at big moments, right? Um, granted, he's played well in this series at certain points. But tonight, he could have been there to put this team away. And he was just not available. Um, also, Quick shout out to Gary Payton. Uh, the second had huge minutes in the third quarter for the Warriors as well. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm I'm going through this, unless I miss something, did Tatum only score two points in the second half? No way. I don't think that was the entire second half, was it? No, because he he scored he scored some yeah. in the third. That's not possible. I'm reading this incorrectly, I think. But either way, he was. It wasn't a, it, it wasn't a lot. All four of his all four of his threes came. Yo, shout out D. He was talking about two-way wigs when we were giving him trouble the other day. But uh yeah, no, Wiggins played really well. Yeah, I think the biggest thing I like I texted you this. I thought it was a mistake when Draymond got in foul trouble, they took him out of the game. That Boston was trying to run the break with the they were pushing the pace with these guys. And I texted you and I was like, why are they? pushing the fast break like they want to get up and down when they could easily get in the half court and try to pick on some of these smaller guys with essentially Looney being the only big out there. I didn't understand that. That was early on. And they, they were, were turning to, the ball over all over the They were turning the ball over because, because they were trying to push the pace crazy. Yeah. I didn't really get that part of the game plan. I didn't understand. I thought they could have slowed that down. Why but, put the um, Warriors in transition? Like, that's the last thing you want to do. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. that was – I didn't understand why they were pushing the pace as hard as they were. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, it just comes down to Steph. He – I I keep, like, hinting at what happens when Steph has a bad game. I keep saying that. Like, what happens when Steph doesn't score 40? Or what happens when Steph doesn't score 30? They're going to get pummeled. And he is just – he's like yo sean that's not gonna happen yeah i'm gonna show up here every night and i'm gonna score 30 and then we're gonna be in contention to win every game every night and i'm gonna come out in the third quarter and i'm gonna tuck these boys in and make it a close game every, every third quarter every, of the every series they're, they're four for four in the third quarter <laughs> every they've covered, third quarter they've won every series. third quarter of the series they have destroyed them i just have to it's 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 like I, that's that's where it's like if you're Edoka, you got to look at Edoka and be like, man, like there's nothing you guys can do to stop this bleeding. And to your point, like they were really trying to get out there and run with them. Yeah. Well, at the same that. time, they were turning the ball over, which is giving the Warriors opportunities in transition. 
and the Warriors have been the best team in transition in the NBA over the past eight years. So, yeah, it really doesn't make sense why you would keep giving them the opportunities. You know, take advantage of the defense that you have. Slow it down a little bit. But don't get out there and try to run with these guys and give them as many opportunities as you can to score. It doesn't make any sense. It was a terrible game plan. Tatum had second, uh, seven points in the second half. Yes, yeah, that's awful. Has, hasn't scored 30 in the finals yet. And the end of the game, listen to this last five minutes for um, just the matchup in general. But listen to this last four minutes, five minutes, I believe. Last 5.15 of the game, the Warriors scored 17 points on 5 of 8, 2 of 3 from Trey. The Celtics in the last 5.15 scored 3 points, were 1 of 8 from the field. And this is the other thing. 1 of 8 from the field, 1 of 7 from Trey. 7 of their 8 attempts and that, that were, one, were from 3 the last 5.15. The one was the ridiculous Marcus Smart shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was your only bucket in the final five minutes was a ridiculous Marcus Smart. Huge three by Marcus Smart, but a Marcus Smart three was the only bucket you were able to muster up on that team with all that talent. So what do you think it is with, with Tatum? Because this is, th- this is this is well, if Boston wins the series right now, Jalen Brown's the MVP. Yeah. I don't I think you're we're, we were talking about this the other day, and our biggest argument about Steph did Steph have a big game or not was when stuff is going haywire, where it's a dream to have a guy like, all right, man, let me go ahead and go to the wing take care of this. and dump this down to zero and just call them all this because this shit's getting out of hand, right? The crowd, mm-hmm. the crowd is screaming. They're on a 6-7-0 run in the last two minutes. But don't worry, because I have a guy that I could go to on the on the wing that's going to be able to quiet down the crowd and go to work. And I think Tatum sees himself as that guy. He typically is that guy. But in these finals, in the second half and in late in the game, he hasn't been that guy. Well, if you don't do it now, you're not that guy. I mean, oh. like, again, they were available to put – you could have put them down tonight. It's not like the Warriors were kicking their ass up and down the court for four sure. quarters. They were – they were they, they, they you could have put them down tonight. And, again, the same way I say that Steph knew they couldn't lose that game, if you're Tatum, you're like, yo, we got to win this game. Going up 3-1 is huge. If we go up 3-1, we're champions. Yeah, right? They need, so you, they need you, to come out like the Warriors came So out. Exactly. So where was that in the third and fourth quarter, right? Where was that in the final 16 to 20 minutes of the game when you re- it's winning time at that point? We call that winning time for a reason. That's why I tell you when you score the points matters, right? You can do all that you want to do in the first half. You can look great. But if it comes down to the fourth quarter and you have the opportunity to put a team away and you're supposed to be that dude, right? You want to be Kobe, you want to be Jordan, you want to be Bron, you want to be any one of these dudes, these legends, right, who have the, the jewelry and the stories. You got to do it at that moment, man. Like, that shit matters. There is such a thing as the clutch gene. Like, there is such a thing as, like, the closers. There's such a guy. There's such a thing as the guys who are able to grab that. You know what I mean? There's a reason Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. Like, it's different. Certain people understand when it's that moment you got to perform. And tonight – he had an opportunity to put this team away, this team that was relying on scoring from one person, one person. Everybody else was doing other stuff. Looney was yeah. setting screens and grabbing rebounds. Um, Wiggins was playing with crazy energy and getting buckets when he could. 
right? But yeah. he was still seven for 17. It's not like he was shot 60%. So they got one guy out there, you know, that's really all the playing bucket. efficient on the offensive end. Exactly. And all you had to do was come out and do your thing. Even if that's facilitate, you don't got to score all the points. But, yo, like you said, you have a guy who can calm things down, right? Statham wasn't that guy. That's why it was so big that Steph was in the foul trouble in game three because in the third quarter when they went on that run, you didn't have in those final few minutes where he could have stopped all that from happening, but you had him tonight. And that's the difference. That's why I say when you score, the points matters. Because when it matters, Steph put the ball in the uh, in the basket and it's game over. Now it's a tie series and the Warriors get home court advantage back. It's a different series. That's why I told you after the last game, I'm like, hey, I'm still not ready to say this is over because yeah. – Couple things go the right way for the Warriors. We're right back in this thing. Yeah, that's, I, and that's I mean, where we find ourselves. Now I don't know what to tell you. And that's where we find ourselves. And it's the, listen, they're going to keep running the same spread out. Whoever's at home is going <laughs> to give up three and a half points for Game Five. It's uh, it Warriors minus three and a half totals two twelve. Warriors minus uh, one sixty. Now let me see the let me see the. And now it's completely serious. Warriors series? are minus 140. There you go. And the the other day when we when we did the game three recap, the Warriors were plus 240. Plus 240. And Boston was minus 150. Look at that. So now it's completely flipped again. And now we're back on Warriors are the favorites to win the title. So no one knows anything. Yeah, no, it's 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 gonna go back and forth. I still think. I still I still like Boston to win the series. I'm not I'm not changing that. Just from what I from what I can from I'm not changing that. I think but they're the better overall team. They scored 97 points tonight. Like we we can't, at home. At home, they scored 97 points. Like all these players that we talk about on offense, all these different guys that can come out, all these different guys who can do all these different things and how deep they are. They put up 97 points at home and got blanked in the fourth quarter. 19 like, points in the fourth. Yeah, and I think I'd outscore by 14 in the second half altogether. So, like, I mean, look, we can talk about all that, but at the end of the day, hey, watch the film. 97 points when it mattered. It's just like game six of the Miami series. Like, yo, y'all need to come out. You got to put teams away, and I get they end up winning. Obviously, they end up winning the Miami series. Um, But you got to put people away. You had to put them away. You could have put them away tonight. You should have came out. You was up four um, at the half. Should have came in the third quarter, handle business. If you handle business in the third, it's not a game because you've owned the fourth quarters up until tonight. It's simple. The mission's simple. They didn't execute. Tatum, where you at? I think that is the biggest thing. Like, for for you to score seven points in the second half and not go out firing, not that you scored seven and you couldn't put it down. Yeah. You weren't aggressive enough to close the game is, is is the big the big thing that you know is a little mind where's this give me the ball that's that's me that's yes. me that's me get the, the that, what, that, what is it the, it the lance stevenson no 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 <laughs> not the lance stevenson the uh what's the <laughs> lebron story who's your boy Dion uh, waiters Dion, Dion, that's the Dion waiters <laughs> hey <laughs> i need the rock but like what are you reality, doing? that's what he needs to be doing in that situation. That that's a yeah, another great point. It's not like he was one for 18 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He, he he didn't he wasn't even there. When you said Tatum dis when you honestly when you sent me that text that Tatum disappeared again, I completely forgot that he was in a basketball game. Yeah, he was he like I, I didn't even again. think I didn't even think about him. 
like, which is crazy when you're talking about a guy, you know, who's supposed to be one of the better players in the NBA, who is one of the better players in the NBA, certainly from a talent standpoint. So I think this series is back to a lot has changed with this game. You think so? Yeah, because it's not like game, again, I keep pointing to game one where fluky shit happened. And both the Warriors wins, there hasn't been fluky shit. They've just beat these guys. Steph's 43 wasn't fluky. No, it wasn't fluky. He played really, really well. It's just really, really good 43. I do want to get into what I guess Wiggins talked. is fluky because he is so inconsistent and you don't know what could happen in the next game. Um, but, yeah. I do want to talk about me and you were texting during the game about Draymond and oh. Steve Kerr. I'll give you all a peek into what we talked about. Nick texts me and he basically says, hey, Draymond doesn't need to be on the floor. I believe Draymond needs to be off the floor. Looney needs to be getting more of these minutes. And he wasn't talking overall in the series. He's talking about right then, right now. Draymond is not as impactful as Kevin Looney right now. He needs to be on the floor. I wanted you to expand on that because we were talking about it. You, t- you said you were, you wanted to touch on that. If if this would be a big – it would be on Kerr if he didn't pull Draymond off the floor. Well, yeah, and it was clear. I mean, right, when they went on their run throughout most of their run, I mean, he ended up putting Draymond in the back of the end of the fourth quarter. But for most of their run, it was going small with Looney at the five. Looney was rebounding. He was blocking shots, getting putbacks when he could, setting screens, um, not getting in the way. And again, just kind of bringing that energy that they lacked in game three, right? And I think he's a big reason why they were able to out-rebound them tonight. And if you look at Draymond, he just wasn't effective. Like, defensively, he was okay. But even Brown was, even with the good defense he was playing, Brown was still getting buckets on him, right? Um, As far as a playmaker, he wasn't really doing anything because Steph was just kind of taking everybody one-on-one and doing his thing. Um, And I felt like he was just kind of getting in the way, man. And the other thing is, he hangs out on the perimeter. They're going to give the ball to him and he shoots it and it never goes in. Like he just, he just clanks these threes left and right, man. So I just thought he was completely ineffective. So I thought it put Kerr into an interesting situation because I said it after game one, I was like, look, man, I don't, Draymond doesn't look good in this series. I said it early on. I know he had a really good game too, but if you look at it three out of the four games in this series, he's been ineffective. So if I'm Steve Kerr, you know, you really got to consider playing Kevin Looney more minutes and going with that rotation that you went in the third and fourth quarter. Because I think that that's where you were most effective. I don't I don't think Draymond is really giving you anything in this series. I think he scored, what, 19 points the entire series? So, yeah, if I'm Steve Kerr, I know it puts you in an interesting situation because you're talking about one of the guys who's helped you win the three rings and get to six NBA finals in the past eight years, and he's obviously one of the better defensive players of all time and one of the most unique players in NBA history. But... Call it what it is, man. He looks cooked this series. And it's never like Draymond was a 20-point scorer. You're relying on him for that. But he cannot hit a jump shot. Uh, At one point, he took Al Horford off the dribble and just got his shit eaten. Um, Yeah, I just I feel like he's ineffective in this series, and you got to look at doing Looney. But I would just I think it's an interesting situation for Kerr because you're benching Draymond Green, who's the hardest. He seems to be in his own. He seems to be in his head. Yes, he's missing bunnies. And I'll say this, last two games, he hasn't been chirping like he was chirping in game two. 
crowd's on his ass. Dave Port, Portnoy, Portnoy, crowd, Portnoy, was, Portnoy was in his ass. Today. Forget him. <laughs> forget about forget about the crowd though. He's still not chirping. Yo, when you're when you're Draymond, I don't care if you're playing horrendously. You're you're still chirping. That's just part of your game. It doesn't matter. It's interesting to see him not be very vocal at all the last two games, especially tonight. I didn't see him say a word to anybody. He didn't do anything all night. And the only thing, only person I saw him talk to was Kerr on the way to the sideline when he got subbed. He like he said something to Kerr in his ear. But he hasn't gotten anybody's face. He hasn't talked shit. He hasn't pointed at the crowd. And I don't is. So if he's not doing that and he's not effective on the court as far as putting up any numbers, then what is he doing? No, correct. Correct. 100%. I just I just can't figure it out. It's I know this sounds crazy because I don't even know if I believe this, but this is just a theory I was thinking about. And And like I said, I don't believe this, but I want to put it out there for conversation's sake. Is he in a position where he's worried about how he's going to address how he's playing in the podcast after the game, and he's thinking about that, so he's not playing well, and he's in his oh. head about what he's going to say about the game and like Mark. how it's going to sound and all that? Like what? Because I just can't think of any reason why he's not being Draymond Green. He's like he's not. He's I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. He's not. His head's not in the game. That's what I. I, I just can't. I don't know what it could be. I'll say this. Another stat they should have included in that final five-minute stat is how many times was Mark Jackson going to mention Jim Ron Gaines' podcast? Because that the last five is like, what's, what's I wonder what he's going to say in the podcast about this. Well, Draymond's the type of guy who's going to understand, so I'm sure he'll mention that on his podcast. Like, they talked about Draymond's podcast at least 15 times in the last five minutes. Yeah, D um, just said he's distracted. He's no concentration or focus, and that's exactly well, yeah, what it looks I don't, like. I don't think it has anything to do with the podcast. Uh, but what? But yeah. what? I mean, yeah, look. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I, know. If, I, I don't think that's it at all, but <laughs> he does look completely out of it this year. He series, looks man. out he of looks, it, though. He looks, and, he, and like I said, he's out of it, and he's completely ineffective. Like, and I said it after game one, I was like, man, he just doesn't look right for this series. Something's going on, which is crazy to say with Draymond because it seems like the type of player you can kind of fit him in any type of situation because he's so low maintenance as far as, you know, touches and things like that. But, man, the loony minutes have been way better. Like, the loony minutes have just been but way better. But what is it, better. Nick? What is I, it? I'm not a psychiatrist. I yeah, can't but I, you, just man. like give me know. a theory because that's my theory. Maybe it is a little bit the podcast. Maybe. But come on, that is like that's like the that's that's not that much of a. Distra- he, he's, he's still thinking, a human. Like, he's still a say? human being though, and he has to come back and talk about him playing extremely poorly. I've never seen him not talk to anybody. Yeah. He didn't talk to she didn't talk shit to anybody. He didn't get in anybody's face. And it might be that thing where he doesn't have a reason to because he's not playing very well. But he is just he looks like fucking Tony Snell. He hasn't since game two. Yeah. You feel me? Shout out Tony Snell. Shout out um, Tony Snell. Big money Snell. Tony Snell got 40 million. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. you, but like, I just can't no, figure out. I'm just man. trying the, to the energy and the passion aren't there. Cause like you said, even when he's not playing well or not scoring. He brings that passion that they kind of feed off of. And yeah. I would say that they're getting all that from Steph this series. Like, Steph's the one that's talking shit. And Steph Loki always talks shit. Um, but Steph's the one that's kind of getting them amped up, getting them fired up. As far as, like, the energy hustle plays, you're getting that from Gary Payton the third in the third quarter. You're getting that from Wiggins. So, yeah, from Draymond, you're not really getting anything. In the second half, he, he benched him. I mean, Kerr feels the same way. Obviously, he didn't put him back in the game. Yeah, he left no, them he out was, the game for most of the fourth. 
He was subbing. He's he didn't play most of the fourth, and he was subbing on and off for offense defense. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, obviously Steve Kerr, right? And I and I, I kind of applaud Kerr for that because that's what the game called for. You know, some coaches don't have the heart to do that. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody's like Thibodeau, and I'm going to bench Boozer and Noah in the fourth for fucking Ashik and Taj Gibson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not yeah. everybody has the heart to bench a star. Um, so I, I applaud Kerr for that. But, yeah, I, I don't have a theory as to what's going on. I don't think it has anything to do with the podcast. Um, I just think that something got into his head after game two. I don't know. Maybe it was the Grant Williams altercation. I, I don't know what it was. But the fire, the passion isn't there. And he's been horrendous on the court. Like, that's the real thing for me is he's been horrendous on the court. Like, he has been terrible. Outside of game two, he has had zero impact on the It's just game. so odd because he Not was, so good. He was yeah. so good in game two. And he has been complete dust in all the other games. Yeah. An absolute non-factor in any phase. Zero. Zero. So, and then again, it's not like, and then you, it, it's such a contrast to when Looney was in there. Like tonight, again, like Looney is setting screens, setting double screens for Steph, like doing everything he can to kind of help them win. And Draymond's just not even given the energy. And like, that's what they've needed. It's crazy when you're like, yo, Wiggins brought more energy tonight than Draymond Green. And Wiggins is like the opposite of energy. Yeah. Is this the best playoff game you've ever seen from Steph Curry? Yeah, for sure. It's one of the best games, period, I've ever seen from Steph Curry. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and without a doubt. Without a doubt. I was thinking that while I was watching. I was like, this is one of the best games I've ever seen from Steph Curry. Points points aside, I'm sure he's scored more. I'm sure he's hit more threes. I'm sure he's done more spectacular things. But as far as the impact, what they needed, when he delivered it, how fact, how bad they were playing offensively and they could not get a bucket and everything was hard, like you've been saying all series, Steph came in and delivered. That's why I said it. Hey. When you score matters. Don't talk to me about game 134. Talk to me about game 443. Yeah. I for to lose game three on um Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Knowing you have a next game in Boston, knowing you're not really getting a lot of scoring from your your people. Clay is not really clay. Pool will give you 8 to 10 to 12, it seems like. I mean, this is his first finals. To then come in Friday night in a must-win situation so you don't go, so you don't go down 0-3, knowing you have to score a ton of points and are going to have to scary, carry the squad through stretches of the game where you're the only guy doing anything on 0. You know they're going to be keyed on you. This is the best defensive team in the league overall. And you come out and do that, forty three efficiently. It's the best. It's the best. Probably the best game I've ever seen from Steph. Yeah. No help anywhere in sight. Nope. He knows if he has a bad game and they don't play, and he doesn't play well, they're gonna lose, and they're gonna lose this series right then on the on the garden floor. And he came out and showed up like that. It's a you performance, never- a masterclass, a masterpiece, whatever you want to call it, from Steph Curry. I needed every point. Absolutely. Needed, needed every bucket the, yep. the whole way. Um, To close it out, Tatum had a bucket in the fourth quarter. That's it. Great job. So. It's really, uh, really channeling. He maybe he'll, he might, he's going to have to sit down and, and, and figure out, you know, just give me the ball on the block and I'll go to work. He needs Fuck to watch. All this other Marcus Smart jumpers and, yeah. and looking for Horford in the corner 
Just, just give go me the score. Ball and let me go score. Let me get to the basket. Let me do whatever I got to do to make sure that we don't score many, two points in the last 5.15. I got – you know what I want to know? How many free throws did he shoot? He shot eight free throws tonight. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. He was going – that's the thing. It, it, he was pretty aggressive in the first half. He was hitting a lot of threes. He was going to the basket. And then he just kind of tails off, like we've been saying. Yeah. And you've been really keying on it. I've kind of been trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I can't lie to you. Uh, but it. he did I, – I texted you. I'm like, yo, Tatum just disappeared. Disappeared. I, I literally, when you said Tatum, it, like, it snapped in my head. I was like, oh, damn, Jason Tatum. Oh, yeah, I, like, I, like, I completely forgot that he was in that <laughs> ball game. Like, completely. And maybe it was just, like, the stuff of it all. But, like, yeah, man. Like, no joke. Tatum needs to watch some Jordan Poole film. I'll tell you what. Jordan Poole is letting that shit fly. If Jordan Poole hits, like, it gets a basket. <laughs> he's, yeah. The next time he touches it, it's going up no matter yeah, what. He's like Jordan. He's like Clarkson. <laughs> yeah. No, like, no matter what, it's going up. Actually, nobody's like Clarkson. Shout out. No, nah, no one's like Jordan like, Clarkson coming off the bench in Utah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is the greenest <laughs> yes, light in the green. league. Oh, yes. Beyond oh my green. God. Yeah. Whoever yeah. they bring in better be like Snyder and let, let Clarkson cook, man. Don't try to restrict my yeah. man's attempts yeah, ever. That's why he's there. <laughs> All right. Game uh game five is Monday. What do you think? Minus three and a half. Man, I was Warriors I go back home. Yeah, I think the Warriors they got the win. momentum. Yep. Is this gonna be a Warriors Celtics back game seven in San Francisco for the title? Probably. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think most likely. And I think that uh the Warriors definitely win game three. I mean game five. Yeah, game five is game five's in San yeah. Francisco Monday I, night. I think o'clock. if I'm Tatum, maybe I'm shook because the night ne- you know what the next two days are gonna be, right? Yeah, they're gonna be on his ass. We're gonna be on, on his, his ass. ass. Oh, yeah. first he's lucky, he's lucky this game was Friday night, he doesn't deal with first take tomorrow. But Not facts. Yeah, he doesn't have to deal with. He's gonna do a first shows, take on yeah. Monday, but yeah, he's gonna do a first take on Monday. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dude, so, give Stephen A. seven days a week, man. We need Saturday first take. <laughs> so, man, I can't believe Steph went out and did that like that. That was incredible. Clay showed flashes of like some vintage Clay. That top of the key jumper. Yeah, but he's wide open, missing a but, lot of jumpers that he yeah. would normally hit. I'm yeah. I mean, he was he shot forty percent. You know, four for ten, but he should have been eight for ten from three. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it there, man. No catch up. Force coffee at Chicago. Game four recap. We'll be back Monday. Everybody enjoy the weekend. Me and Big Nick the Quick got some work to do tomorrow. Stay tuned on that. Very excited. But um, yeah, we'll get back to y'all on that. For Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch up. Sports talk via Chicago. We're out of here.